0: They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.
1: The Go Radio football show with TheTaxiCentre.com. Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go! go, 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 go,
2: go. Well, the f- calls are coming in already. wait. Oh, 17, 17, 700. Rangers fans, how good was that last night? Rangers threw 2-2 on the night, although really it was 3-2. 6-4 in aggregate. Barry Ferguson, you had some great nights with Rangers. Where does that one rank last night, beating 6-4 in aggregate, Borussia Dortmund?
3: Yeah, it's got to rank up there with, with one of the best. There's there's no doubt about that. Um, I thought last night, I've got to be honest with you, Dortmund in the first half were exceptional. I was worried at half-time. <laughs> um, but you've got to give a lot of credit to the manager he went and changed the system went to a back 5 and it, it kind of um it put Dortmund off a bit in the second half mm. so listen fantastic result great to get into the last 16 and as i said i thought some of the, the performances last night again ryan kent um i thought he got a bit starved the possession in the first half i thought the second half he was he was brilliant and um, but just as a team collectively they showed a real togetherness a real desire and in the end, they thoroughly deserve to go into the last sixteen. And Mark Partizan
2: Belgrade—that's a decent draw.
4: It is, yeah. It was a club that Barry's played against. I mean, look at the options that Rangers could have got. Paul, I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst would absolutely delighted with that draw. First legs at home. I don't really think these things matter mm. too much now. The way goals leg not involved. So Rangers, it's sticking fast. The games now. Brilliant result last night. Brilliant performance over the the two legs and. I'm thrilled for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. I said earlier in the week and even again last night Paul, no ego, doesn't make it about him, gets his job done, proper coaching manager at half time by, by making the adjustment because you see the game slipping away from him and he goes into plan C uh, as he called it and uh, they reap the rewards and if a single one guy out from last night, Bassi, absolutely outstanding. Stephen Gerrard found him on a free from Leicester and what a player
2: he's turning out to be. Red Star, Belgrade, March the 10th. So much to talk about, Barry. How proud were you of your old side last night? Because when it went, as you mentioned, at half-time 2-1, were you? Uh, did you have a wee cup of tea or did you have a wee half to, to calm
3: down? <laughs> no, I'm on a, a fitness kick just now, so uh, no drink last night. But when they scored that second goal, I've got to be honest with you, I was worried um, and it was a massive 10 minutes at half-time inside that restroom and that's where you've got to give as Mark just mentioned there Gio doesn't take much credit but he's identified in the first half Dortmund were dominating the, the ball they were finding areas in between the midfield and, and the defensive Rangers and he's went and he's changed it he's went to a five three two, 2 and as I said I think it caught Dortmund on the hop Um and all credit to Rangers. I, I I just loved the there was a real a real desire about them last night. They were putting their bodies on the line um, and they worked really well as a, a team. And look over over the two legs, I, I think if you ask anybody, there's no doubt in my mind Rangers deserve yep. um, to get through. Now they've got Red Star Belgrade, which in the last 16 you always get real good teams, but that's mm. a winnable tie. Mm. It's a real winnable tie for Rangers. And I'm with Mark. I don't care if it's home or away, you start with. Rangers have got a real opportunity to get into the last eight. Calvin
2: Bassey, Mark mentioned him. How good was he? And it, it took some time for him to settle, but he was immense last night. Yep, and I think he's only 21. Mm-hmm. Now
3: he, yep. he's played left back, he's played centre back. He came in for a wee bit of criticism. Yep. I think it was after the Ross County game up there when he made a few mistakes. Um, But... Listen, he he just um, he, he's impressed me. He looks to me as if he's getting better and better each game. And last night again, I, I know I mentioned Ryan Kent, but I've got to agree with Mark again. Um, he was outstanding. What brilliant piece of footwork for the second goal uh, for Rangers. Great um, great delivery, and I know Dortmund defend uh, should defend it better. But listen, it was a great ball. And but overall, his performances since he's broke into the Rangers team. I've um, been outstanding, and for me, the left back
2: berth is his to lose now. Mm-hmm. Mark, you obviously agree. Yeah, it was quite a performance last night. Where would you place it? You've you know you followed uh, Rangers and Celtic in Europe for many many years. Yeah. Uh, where would you put last night and last week? The, you know the double. Well, I mean,
4: I think o- overall the hundred eighty minutes is as good as it's been um, in a long time. Um, well, you, you, you can clearly want, I mean, without. Um, fear of contradiction you can clearly put it into Rangers best uh, performance in Europe uh, in the past decade Mm. you're then going back to so what now stage you would need to take it on Paul is is different in context the 180 minutes is brilliant very very special but Barry's team in 2008 all, went all the way to a final yep. so is it bigger than beating Fiorentina that time The central? No. So team yeah. but mm. I get it I get the Fiori, I get the, the feel good factor it's all justified and I see where it's coming from and there'll, and there'll be a lot of ranger supporters now that maybe don't remember 2008 um, you then get back to the League United playoff, mm. Ali McCoyce and, and, and Matt Hately yeah. early 90s all, so yeah. I mean that was phenomenal mm. to go and knock out that League United team so in Dick Advertak's team that Barry was a part of as well a couple of great results you know Monaco and you know PSV yeah. Eindhoven so look it, it's a brilliant result um, but you know it's it's not it's not the best you know it, it's in terms of the best it's for me it's, it's, it's a bit down the list if you're looking at Rangers overall history but in the here and now it's absolutely brilliant for Rangers to go and knock it out and to survive that first 15 minutes Paul because mm-hmm. Dortmund really looked up for it I thought the way they were knocking the ball about Malin up front Bellingham's just mm-hmm. Sensational thought. Yeah. I knew this was going to be a nervy 90 minutes yeah. for Rangers, but I thought, oh my, here. And I agree with Barry at half time. To be honest, if you offered me a free bet at half time, I'd have taken Dortmund to go through, would you? Yeah, yeah. all day long. Yeah. Um, but they had the momentum. Rangers changed yep. it, identified Barisic for whatever reason. He's a shadow of himself. I don't know if he really has recovered from the Celtic Park um, thing that, that's maybe damaged him. But Bassi stepped in, and uh, I said, over the piece, brilliant. And I'm more than anybody. At the football club, I'm really pleased for the manager. He deserves
2: it. Here is the manager speaking
5: uh, at the end of the, the 90 minutes. You know, you see the, the atmosphere yesterday. You know, we knew it's going to be a, a, big, um, you know, a big draw against Dortmund. And if you uh, look back to the two games we played, you know, I think we did excellent. We knew it's going to be hard, but I think we had very good moments in both games. Uh, also moments where we had to dig deep. In the end, I think it's an uh, it's an historic uh, win against uh, one of the big teams in Europe. It's very satisfying for you know for for, for all of us because um, you can feel the um, the performance we had was uh, was immense. Barry, is it going to make a difference in the league title? The focus has been on Celtic
2: mainly for the last three weeks since the game at Celtic Park. We haven't even mentioned Celtic five one in aggregate two nil last night. Um, I was on last night on the programme, as you know. Uh, And we said when we heard the Celtic team, it sounded as though the manager, he wouldn't say that, but he's looking to the title rather than Europe. Would you agree?
3: Yeah, when the team come through, um, you're leaving out your best players. Um, For me, Jota, Abada, um, and uh, Carter Vickers, and the most important player at Celtic, no doubt in my mind, is Callum McGregor. You've seen the difference when they come on in the second half. Celtic are a different team um, when he plays. So, yep, I I was surprised. um, But listen... He's obviously got one eye on Sunday going away to Easter Road. Uh, maybe he thinks they don't want him to be in the competition as a manager. He's not going to admit that but it's certainly looked that way with the with the lineup he, he put out against
2: Bodo. And while we're still talking Rangers we'll come to Celtic in a moment or two. Will this have a bearing on Rangers' confidence? The well, they've got now? Paul. I,
3: I, they have got to take confidence <laughs> for that. Listen, enjoy it. Embrace it last night. Um, after the game I could see the players just standing or one Conor and yeah. just yeah. looking round about. Mm. Now, if he's got any ideas of moving, just needs to have sampled that atmosphere and what, what it was like after the game. You're not going to get much better. Mm. Or you're not going to get better anywhere else. It was rocking. It, was absolute atmosphere? rocking. Um, <laughs> yeah. And listen, they've got to take confidence, but mm. go enjoy last night. Soak it all up. But see, when they wake up this morning, feet back in the ground and they need to get um, moving again in, in the league. Because listen, I know they're at home against Muddle their home form's been really good but it's their away form um, that they've struggled uh, with so they're still three points behind Celtic Celtic are still um, the team to catch but Rangers have got to take confidence with knocking out a team like Borussia Dortmund Barry
2: Ferguson Mark Weedy Paul Cooney here on the Go Radio Football Show we'll talk Celtic very shortly but it is Rangers night last night wasn't it and uh, no question let's take a call from Craig a Rangers fan is on good evening Craig Uh, evening Paul Mark
6: Barry how you doing Good to hear you. No cry.
2: need to ask how you're feeling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you come back down to earth?
6: Yeah, uh, listen, I, I was a bit tender when I got off a lot the smaller am uh-huh. uh, Um I maybe over celebrated last night, but what did you have? Um uh, several pints too many, I okay. think. Uh, it's a terrible <laughs> drink
3: not, on a school night. That's right, exactly. Yeah.
6: <laughs> but Craig, yeah, but you had a lot had, to
2: celebrate, you know, didn't you? Yeah.
6: Oh, absolutely! You know, it's tremendous. What an achievement! Um, You know, I'm I'm old enough to remember 2008, I and mean, I, was, I was 13. You know, so I do remember that quite fondly. So you're getting on
2: now, you're 26.
6: Um, <laughs> yeah, 26. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, I thought last night was superb, and I think mm-hmm. we've done that over the last three or four years in Europe. We have more than held our own, and and certainly we have not once in that period of time embarrass ourselves or been disappointed because what they're delivering in Europe is tremendous at times they need to have match a bit of that domestically but uh, you know uh, to beat Dortmund I mean I didn't think for a second we would would be putting Dortmund out um, but the job was done in the first leg I thought Dortmund would score last night but I always felt that we would get a couple of goals as well uh, at Ibrox um, just because of the way their defence Kind of looks on the fact that in that atmosphere we're capable of putting one or two past you know just about anybody mm-hmm. so
2: even at 2-1 uh, at half time what were you thinking
6: Um, it was a bit nervy at half time Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I was still confident enough that there would be a response in the second half because to me the only thing we did wrong in the first half actually was just that I felt that after we scored I felt that the defence just got a little bit panicky and just had to calm themselves a bit because you see the two goals we concede you know Conor Goldson squashed at the ball he's wrong foot he really should just Good go to the left and clear it it's, it's simple but it's just that wee bit of all of a sudden you've got that goal you were looking for and you're thinking well you maybe have one foot you know yep. through this tie so,
2: Barry should he have made the change earlier do you think five at no, the back I see, see, that, it's
3: easy I think look, he's identified it in He's done the right thing for me, he's waited at half time. That's when you can spend a bit of time. When you start changing formations during the game, it's more difficult, Paul. So yeah. that that 10 minutes, as I said, that's where you've got to give the manager and the coaching staff all the credit. And the great thing about it is, they've got a plan B, Rangers. Mm-hmm. It's not just they can only play one way. That's what I loved about the mm-hmm. second half last night. They went into a different formation, a different way of playing. And they look really comfy. So that's something that I'm sure the manager will be delighted with. Mm. If things are not going domestically, he knows now he can he can flip it. So credit to the manager. It was a massive 10 minutes. I mean, I know Craig's saying there he was all right at half time. I was pacing up down the, <laughs> the living room. I was, in the, um, I was a bit nervous, at the bonus uh, week mm. to be honest with you. Because I've got to bonus watching them, uh, they were different class at yeah. times. Mm. Their one touch, their passing, well, their the movement. Bellingham. Yeah, Bellingham's just eighteen years of age. He <laughs> could go on to be whatever he wants to be. What did they What did they pay Birmingham from again? Sixteen Barry? million, I think it no, was. that all mm-hmm. it was. Yep, something like that. A steal. Mind
4: but, you, but it was yeah. only sixteen. Enough at the time, but still. Yeah. Uh-huh. What would they say? What would they What would they get from the summer? If he's in the open market. was
2: sixteen months. <laughs> <laughs> he's amazing.
3: But in terms, in yeah. terms of Rangers in the second half, that was yeah. A, a, yeah. a performance full of passion and and desire. And listen, Dortmund tried. He pushed men forward. Rangers, I thought, were really good in the counter-attack mm-hmm. as well. They could have had a few opportunities. And the goal that they actually scored, we all going about VAR. Oh, um, well, let's give it a bit. <laughs> so it did yeah, go listen, against Rangers. I'm, I'm all for yeah. VAR, but when you're looking at yeah. it and the, the referee doesn't get the correct mm-hmm. angle, mm-hmm. that's then a problem because it's it's clear that Morelos plants his foot mm-hmm. and the defender kicks Morelos. And for me, it's a, it's a goal. But anyway, that's, sure. that's in the past. The main thing is for Rangers, they're into the last 16.
2: Big, what about your captain, James Tavernier? He said he's ups and downs. Brilliant season last year. He's had it tougher this year. What did you feel about his performance last night? And how cool he was. I thought,
6: the- yeah, I thought, listen, I thought he handled the pressure really, really well. You know, um, stepping up to the, the penalty. I, you know, again, it's not easy. You know, you you get a level of expectation at that point for the, the fans in the stadium that he's going to slot at home and you know push the advantage. So I thought he dealt with that well. And actually, I thought. The second goal he scored, um, I thought it was it was a real striker's goal. He just <laughs> yeah. got himself, he sort of drifted himself into that area almost completely un, unnoticed. And he, he gambled, which sometimes you don't see players do often enough. He gambled that the ball would come there and it gets there, him and he just rifled it at home. And I think he's needed that because I do think that he's had some flack, deservedly. I think he went missing after the Celtic game. You know, he left Arfield and Jack to come out and do the press conferences. I don't think people are very happy with that because that's your captain. He needs to come out and speak. Yep. But last night, he'd done enough talking on the pitch and that, that's got to be good for his confidences as well as everybody else's. And just quickly, on the VR mm-hmm. thing, by the way, because yep. I did want to mention it. I, the two thing problems I had with it last night, one was it didn't show the right angle, which mm-hmm. seems pointless. What's the point? The, the other was that, I know it was a goal, right? But I thought it was supposed to be in a clear and obvious error. Can you honestly tell me that that would have been a clear and obvious error by the referee that VAR should have intervened in because in his initial view of it Mm -hmm. he didn't give it Mm -hmm. and allowed the goal to to, to play to go
2: on and then the goal to stand good question for Mark we heard Hugh Dallas the other night talking about it do you think uh, were you surprised when they went to VAR yeah
4: yeah. Yeah. well maybe not surprised it went to VAR but surprised that the decision was overturned Mm -hmm. Um, you know the referee gets a word in his ear going to take a look take that referee he's a good referee you know, he's oh, yes. been at the highest ah, level yeah. he doesn't he's take him, any nonsense he's good, you know, he's, good. We really like he's very him, firm we... um, and you yeah. thought no, he'll, he'll be fine you know, the, the goal will stand he'll take a look he'll give the, the VAR its place but he'll take a look and, and stand by um, his decision he didn't thankfully it wasn't costly then but it would, we would be dominating the conversation sure. yeah. uh, post-match and right now had that been uh, a costly one um, for Rangers but not. it's worked out uh, well and just to go back to to, to Tavernier as Craig's um, mentioned yeah, I agree about the whole leadership um, thing as well it was the same um, Craig uh, after the semi-final defeat to Hibbs when it was um, Connor Goldson mm-hmm. who came come out and, and, and made those um, uh, remarks about people yeah. maybe being in a comfort zone and not having the same hunger I always think the captain should front up as Barry knows he's captained Rangers in Scotland for many years but that said over the piece James Tavernier at 300 grand from Wigan when Matt Warburton signed him six years ago mm-hmm. seven years ago um, I'm not going to go way back decade 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 but certainly I would say in this millennium I would ooh, a bit bit, but I would have I think you'd have to have Tavernier in the top three or four mm-hmm. pound for pound as the best signings the club has made in the past 22 years that's a
2: good point the final is going to be in Seville it's got a ring to it, hasn't it? A UEFA Cup <laughs> final, a Europa League Celtic in 2003, it was Barry, wasn't it? And the title went to the last day as well. Do you think Rangers will go all the way to the final?
3: Listen, it depends on the luck of the draw sure. as well. I mean, I was involved in one back in 2008 and mm-hmm. we did miss some big teams at that stage. Mm-hmm. And Listen, we still come up against some, some top yep. teams. Uh, and you need a bit of luck. Um, to get to the final, it's not just all about always playing really well. Um, but look, you know, listen, stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. But one thing is, they they get through against a, a top class opponent last night, and uh, when the draw came out the day and I seen it, that's probably I wanted to see West Ham. i am been honest with you. Did you? you. Yeah, right. I did. Battle battle of Breton, the battle, yep. and David yeah. Moyes. Uh-huh. He's got the Celtic yep. g- of connection, top yep. manager for yep. me. Mm-hmm. They're a, a, a very good team to watch. I wanted that for a selfish point of view but if you want to go further in the tournament, mm-hmm. Red Star, Belgrade, they're one that you, you, you've got to fancy your chances against.
2: Maybe the next round. Craig, prediction for this weekend then, for Sunday, Rangers Motherwell? Yeah, no, Just, I mean,
6: listen to me it'll be a tight game but I think I think we'll probably
2: 3-1 I think 3-1 thanks Craig
1: The Good Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda Toyota Ford Seat and more Let's go, go, go.
2: Radio Football Show with the Taxi Center into the weekend. Mark Guidi, distinguished journalist, is with us. Barry Ferguson smiling after as he should be after Rangers a double head success against Borussia Dortmund. You're swelling.
3: <laughs> you just, say I just something? Make it Yeah, yeah I, I of know. course.
2: Not he's uh, and you're getting fit because uh, not that you haven't been fit, Barry, but you're going to be playing
3: um, the end of March um, against a World Select. So, yep, yeah, I've been um, training now for just over ten days. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. It gives you something to aim for, uh, and it's brilliant to go back and and play at Ibrox and also uh, see your old teammates and get a bit of banter in the dressing room. But once that whistle starts. It'll be, it'll be serious stuff mm-hmm. wait, why
2: is you you the same as you were when you were playing yeah, yeah you, you in wait. terms of yeah, I'm, I'm
3: yeah, want to win the game of course <laughs> <laughs> about that. Mark I'm not I'm going not for a laugh it's
4: going to be, it's, I'm just going to say that uh, the March 26 mm-hmm. it's going to be a proper game it's not that they really mess about and I know it's, it's all part of the the, the, the big celebration mm. but in terms of the game itself the Rangers Legends against the the, the rest of the world select it's going to be proper
2: who's yeah. playing who are you up against
4: uh, Makalele Figo Roberto
3: Carlos um, Kaka um, there, there's loads of other names wow. I mean guys who have played I'm talking top mm. top level but we've also we've, we've got a, a good squad like yeah. Alan Hutton Gio the Rangers manager the Gio's Pe- going to play yep. Yeah. Pedro it's... Mendes Lee McCulloch um, Big Boydie, um Carlos uh, There's I could go on and on wow. so I'm, I'm sure the guys are, are looking forward to it they'll be trying to get their, well the better they be getting themselves <laughs> because uh, <laughs> listen we're, we're, we're in it to win it and it'll be great to to step out in the pitch again and get the boots on and,
2: and um, play football and it makes sense because you'll be going abroad as well Celtic will go abroad later in the year because they do it Liverpool and Man United have done that for years, so now the, the old the firm, legends, are yeah. be going.
4: Yeah, oh, you know, it's it's not before time. You know that yeah. you know, that Celtic and Rangers are worldwide mm. brands, and, and I think that's a trick that that, that you know marketing wise and commercially that, that they've missed out. And it's also about treating your ex players properly. Liverpool, Man United. I know they've got the riches are down south, but they treat their ex players properly. Whether it's match day in the lounges, whether it's going playing legends games, mm. whether it's going to functions to supporters clubs um, around the world and I think Celtic and Rangers have got a lot to learn and can improve a lot in how they treat their former players and make them feel a part of it and and then what it's about from that whether it's it's Barry on that side or it's Henry Lass, Lass, and they yeah. say, whatever it mm-hmm. may be you're giving something back to the supporters as well which you must never lose sight of because it's difficult when you're a, a current player and managing the demands but when you retire and you want to get into doing that kind of thing then you're giving something back to the supporters they're getting a chance to meet uh, their heroes, and I think Celtic and Rangers they're heading in the right direction, uh, and that's good to see because they've been they've been asleep at the wheel with things like that um,
2: for too long. Christian Eriksen's going to play this weekend yeah. on the bench probably, but it's great news, isn't it? Yeah,
3: brilliant He's news. Make yep. me no juice for for. Ericsson or Brentford I think, the world of football, um, what happened um, last summer was um, was shocking to watch um, but absolute delighted to see uh, the guy back because he's a quality mm-hmm. footballer. Um, he was up playing against Rangers at, yeah. at the training mm-hmm. centre um, during the week, set up a couple of goals so yeah, brilliant, um, I don't know if he'll start Paul, probably um, be on the on bench, the bench. And, yeah. and hopefully come on for. Um, the last ten or fifteen minutes, but it's a brilliant sight because, uh, as I said, I mean he is a top-class mm-hmm. footballer, probably one of the best to come out of Denmark al-
2: alongside the Laudrup. Mm-hmm. And Mark, looking at the, the, you know, the bigger picture, the things happening in the world, the invasion in Ukraine, a good on UEFA changing the Champions League final. It's not going to be in Saint Petersburg. It's going to a stadium that we've all been in yeah. uh, in Paris, Stade de France. Yep.
4: Uh, yeah. I, Good, uh, decisive mm-hmm. um, action by yeah that, that yep. was required today. You know, listen, there was, there was no mm-hmm. doubt it's the right thing to do. What's going on in Ukraine, uh, without getting too political, is is, is horrible. Um, but it was a part yep. of me a wee bit surprised that EFA was so decisive. You know, against to. us, I know that, but sure. it was still a part of me that thought, yep. oh, right? Yep. And I've, they've made you know um, swift decisions as well in terms of the the national teams and playing at, mm-hmm. a, a, at neutral venues. But the bigger picture. Beyond football, because we're seeing, you know, you're watching Sky News, you're seeing the news reporters, what's going on, you know, you're listening to the journalists as well who who are putting their lives in the line mm-hmm. to, to report and the cameraman and all the different mm-hmm. people Paul, you know, goes into it. So you just hope that it can resolve itself. And the thing is, the rest of the world getting together, mm-hmm. hopefully there can be a, a very quick mm-hmm. um,
2: outcome, uh, a favourable one, um, rather than this being prolonged. And that's a great point you make because actually the boss at Zenit and the business side is also on UEFA and he's also the boss at Gazprom. And we saw, we said last night, Schalke have uh, ended, and I see Man United today, have ended their sponsorship with Aeroflot, who've been flying them since 2013. And good on Formula One, F1 has moved. Mm -hmm. Sochi will not be, there won't be a Russian Grand Prix this year. So I think that's good action as well.
4: Yeah, it is. It's It's getting a proper message you've seen the Brazilian players a very powerful video today that are in the Ukraine can't get out sitting there with their families wives, partners sons, daughters um, you know so it's a desperate situation absolutely desperate
2: All right. let's go back to we'll hear more from GVB about Red Star Belgrade later and we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu after Celtic going out last night Uh, but let's take a call from a Celtic fan Uh, Liam is on the line Liam good evening hi how are they I'm fine how are you Uh,
7: I can be better yeah.
2: What do you make of it last night? What, what, what did you think when you heard the team?
7: As soon as I saw that team line up, I knew, I knew what the plan was. I mean, he's resting his players for Sunday and he's, he's giving his boys a chance. I think it was a total wrong decision, in my opinion, I think. There's two goals a difference. You get your best team out there and you go for it. Um, but it, it, it just wasn't the plan. Do you agree with that Mark? I,
4: but yeah I, I do you know, I'm, I'm a bit torn um, about it Paul had Celtic get a more positive result in the first leg I think it would have been the top team out and yeah. going try out so I think he's looked at it and thought okay you know he's got a bit of uh, we see, he's got some credit in the bank with the Celtic supporters and, and this is one that I gambled they took last night in terms of team selection in terms of preparation I don't agree with not going in even Having a walk around the pitch the night before, not necessarily a training session, but just go and get a feel for your surroundings. Have you like, ever
2: seen that over the years? I've I, never, I,
4: I, I have once oh, or twice, okay. and, and it's and it's you know it's become more, um, the, the, the norm. And the, But still, I always think go and get a wee feel for your surroundings, it didn't just work a walk for Roma, pitch, just yep. pass a couple of balls, got a feel for the surface. Um, but anyway, beyond that, I can see why he's gone for it having lost, he won the first leg, and he clearly has decided not the greatest respect to the Europa Conference League if we win, if we not bowed out, great we'll charge on, mm. but if we don't I'm not going to be overly fussed now, if this was seven months ago, when you're, you're you're losing games in the league and you've no one away from home for a while, I don't think he'd have done that, um, but he, he's managed to bring the bank, get into the game last night, Celtic's top of the league and he's thinking I want to be a league champion mm. and if that means I'm sacrificing the Europa Conference League if that means I'm putting out a leaving Tier 4 out in a Scottish Cup tie. So be it. I want to be a league champion and I want to secure the £35 quid for my club. If it works, I'm going to be a hero. If I don't, I'll have questions to answer. But I'm going to take that gamble. That's why I'm the manager. And as a Celtic supporter, say, we trust in Ange. So they've got to back him, but he's got to get it right come the middle of me.
2: Barry, what did you think when you saw on the bench Abada, Jota, Carter Vickers, Hatati, McGregor, Juranovic?
3: Well, that's six certain starters for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's clear that what Poster um thinks of the tournament and what his clear um, mm-hmm. ambitions are, and that's to obviously try and retain the title. Mm-hmm. There's no other way round about it. I mean, I think if you ask any of the players, they would want to play. Um, so, yep, when I seen the, the team coming out, I was surprised. Um, but listen, he, he makes decisions. He's a manager. But in terms of the, the, the night before the game, even if you don't want to train on it, if I'm a player, I would maybe ask one of the staff or mm. maybe go to the, the gaffer and say, look, can I take a wee trip down? And yeah. Even if you go a walk on sure. it, just to see yep. mm. what type of surface it is, what, what your uh, surroundings are like. Um, every European away game, I've got a bonus honest with you, we trained on the pitch. Mm. Um, the only time I never trained on a pitch was the cup final against Arsenal at Wembley. We weren't allowed, but we went to the stadium, mm-hmm. had a look round about, And walked out in the pitch just to have a look. Night before, yep. Yep. Just to have a look round about and get used to the surrounding. So yeah, I I was very surprised. He's got his reasons. Mm -hmm. Listen, he's a manager at the end of the day, but
2: um, it was
3: I was surprised
2: at that. Liam, were you surprised that uh, O'Reilly and Rogic were chosen again? It didn't work the last time. What did you feel about it? I I
7: think I'm maybe in the same space as a lot of uh, Celtic supporters. Clearly, two great footballers, no denying it. But working together, I don't think it's,
2: they're too, too similar. And I think when they are playing together, it's it's a bit of clash. And what about Maeda? I know he's getting some stick from some of the Celtic fans. He started brilliantly. scored, didn't he, in the opening moments of his first game. I think it'd be quite harsh to choose to pick him out last night. But
4: Mark? But I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not in for this. You know, this um, thing that, that's gathering... You know, the, Social media, where you know everything needs to be 100%, and it takes four or five people to start a, a rumbling, yep. all of a sudden it, it becomes a, a national debate in terms of football. Look, mm. Maeda's been in the country seven weeks, mm. eight weeks. A part of that, he's been back with, with Japan, I think. Flew back in mm. uh, during the night to be on the bench um, against Rangers, so that shows his appetite, his desire, his commitment. Um, he scored his goal. There's no doubt last night he should have scored. He's had a golden opportunity, he's failed to hit the target. That's a, a it's not acceptable in terms of striker, it was on a plate for him. Um, but to say he's not up to wearing the Celtic jersey, he's not good enough, as some people are trying to say uh, online today. If it's going a wee bit, arms and legs, and I'm not having it, you know, he's cost but a million quid, maybe a wee bit over a million quid. He's going to be value for money, he's going to make a contribution. Yeah, he might not be the number one striker when Kyogo hash is back, that's fine, but he is an important part of the Celtic squad, and I'm absolutely. Not having it if there's any, you know, criticism try to grow arms and legs about him. Barry.
3: Yeah, listen, I've got to agree with it. It's, listen, you have one-off game and you're sure. not good enough. Mm. That, that's just that's how fickle it is. Look, I, I think, I think he's a good player. Is he at the standard standard? The Kyogo, Kyogo, sorry. Mm, I I'll probably say no yep. at this moment in time. But he, the, the guy's played at a mm. good level. He's an international sure. player. He's scored goals since yeah. he's came here. Look, should have scored last night, as Mark just pointed out. There, um, that happens. That's what happens when you're a centre forward. But no, in time, I do think he will be a good signing for Celtic. So the criticism um, he's he's getting
2: um, for me is way way over the top. But listen, that's Scotland. Yep. Here's the manager after the defeat. Uh, what lessons did he learn from the campaign?
8: When you look at our European campaign, it's ultimately we haven't succeeded. So, you know, that, that to me is the bottom line, irrespective of you know, progress or improvement or learnings. Um, you know, this football club, we should be making an impact in Europe and it's my job to make sure we do. Yeah, look, I think uh, fair to say we weren't um, at the levels we needed to be uh, over the two games and they deserve winners to go through. Um, disappointing for us. Uh, you know, we certainly wanted to make progress um, in this competition and uh, but unfortunately our performances haven't warranted that.
2: Uh, Liam, and what about Carl Starfelt? Are you worried, are you surprised that he plays you know, week after week?
7: You know, when he first came in, you see him, he made a few mistakes, he, he didn't kick on straight away and he got a lot of grief mm-hmm. for it. But I definitely, definitely thought that he came into game re- recent months. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he started to play well. Obviously, Carl Vickers. I do just think maybe dropping him for a couple of games, bringing in maybe Stephen Welsh or Christopher Julian uh, might give him that hunger. But I just think, in a defence at all, we need a leader and we don't have that at the moment.
2: At the end of the day, Liam, you're three points clear at the top ahead of Rangers. Do you think last night's performance by Rangers and Celtic is going to affect the title?
7: Not, not at all. No. I don't think um, it has uh impact on what we do in the league now. I've said this from the beginning, Said when Rangers go and play in Europe, they know how to adapt to that play style. And, and that is their big um, plus side to play in European Celtic struggle a lot they don't know how to adapt and change from league football to European and that's how in recent years we haven't been as successful but we're out we can't do anything about it we just need to kick on now and, and get that title
2: Barry is it going to affect the title is it going to help Celtic the fact that they'll play now on Saturdays
3: uh, is it going to affect it no I, I, I'll still say what I said months ago and even last week yep. I'll repeat, I think it's going to go down to the wire. There's no doubt. As soon as that split happens, it'll go into the games when you're playing against everybody in the top six. Um So, brace yourself in because mm. there's going to be some finish to the season and whoever hits top form wins the league. Mark, tasty. Yeah, yep. it's, going
4: be, yeah it's, it's going to go deep into the, the split. I think that's mm. for sure. There's, there's no doubt um about that. But in terms of... Um, you know, players and does it have an effect in the title? Well, Rangers have got two brilliant games to look forward to um, the 10th of March and the, and the 17th of March, back to back Thursdays. And I don't know about you, but if I was a football player, Barry's been a football player, but if I'm a football player, I'd much rather be playing that game than sitting in the house watching it in the telly. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I'm a Rangers player, I'm feeling a high. If I'm a Celtic player, I'd be feeling dejected, thinking with a chance, you know, both of, of drawing AZ map mm-hmm. in the next round of the Cup. I think, you know, a couple of weeks from now, if you're Celtic <laughs> wish that was us tonight yeah. wish we were playing in that game so you can look at it both ways but ultimately if you're a footballer and you want to be the best then you want to be playing you want to go deep as you can into the competitions you want to be playing all these big games see if you pick up or not you pick up or not it can't be helped it's just your luck but in terms of a football club and a player and a manager and a supporter mm. you want to be winning every, every game that you play in
3: Barry did I say playoffs, didn't I? Instead of
2: sport. Did
3: you? <laughs> I Did you? Of no, I,
4: I don't know. But anyway, for me, I
3: think Mark's bang on. See if you ask any player, they want to play games. Mm. They do. They don't want to be training. They, they want to play. And, and you also want to play in Europe. I think it's going to make a difference, Noah. It's going to go right down to the wire. And Whoever's the most consistent team, for me, um, Celtic, it's, for me, it's for it's Celtic to throw away. Mm. They're three points. Mm. Just now, they're, they're um, in front they're the team that's in charge and Rangers just need to make sure that they they now when they play away from home especially Mm. they get some sort of form because four away games Celtic beating them easily Drew at Aberdeen Drew at Ross County and Drew at uh, obviously Dundee United on Sunday which is no good enough if you want to win a league title
2: Liam what's going to happen on Sunday at Easter Road
7: I mean, Easter Road Always a tough game uh, But hopefully Celtic take last night As a lesson And we kick on And, and we get the winner I do, I do believe we'll, we'll get the win on Sunday Thanks for calling Thanks Liam No problem
1: The Go Radio Football Show With the Taxi Centre Save on your new taxi With exclusive discounts Across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more Let's go Go, go.
2: Go Radio Football Show doubleheader last night. Celtic going out 5-1 in aggregate against Bodo Glimt. Up there near the, uh, the Arctic Circle, 5-1 over the two games. 2-1, 2-0 last night. Rangers 2-2 with Borussia Dortmund. So 6-4 in aggregate. Rangers are through and they will play Red Star, Belgrade, March the 10th and March the 17th. So looking forward to that. Here's GVB speaking about the the opposition. They were first out the hat today, weren't they? In the draw at lunchtime.
5: Uh, an opponent for us, we will look very uh, good. And the games they played, also in the group, they were first in the group in the Europa League. So they are a strong team. So we will prepare the the team as 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 always. You know, to give them as much information as possible. You know, we do everything to uh, to make sure. We progress to the next round. So he was asked today about well some of the stars last night. Like, what about Alfredo Morelos? I think he had a better second half than the first half, and uh, he had some uh, you know the beginning of the first half some problems with the physicality of uh, both defenders. So I think he lost too many uh, balls in uh, when when he had to control them. Second half he was much more uh, dominant as we as we know him and. You can see that uh, once he has the ball and, and keeps the ball, we can move, uh, you know, from him with uh, with runs, especially of course from from Ryan, but also from midfield. Yeah, I'm really happy with his overall performance, his body language, you know, the way he uh, the way he shines. You know, he has to keep that momentum as well, just just um, as, along with, uh, with with all the other players.
2: Barry Ferguson, what do you feel
5: about
3: the
2: Colombian striker?
3: Last I think night? it's a very honest assessment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morelos' play he was frustrating me in the first half because I know what he can do I think all Rangers players and Rangers supporters and then the second half I thought he bullied the two of them different coming in holding it in um, bringing his midfield into play going over the top um, and when he plays like that he's a real real handful and you could see the Borussia Dortmund defence didn't like didn't enjoy that first half as I said I was expecting more but listen I'm sure Gio the way that he's speaking there had a few choice words to say to him and he came out a different player as Rangers as a team did in the
4: second half Yeah I mean I, I, don't, I don't know i not privy to the, the chat at half time but when you think of what the manager's had to do so he's had to address the formation deal with the problem that, that Barisic w- was causing and he has dealt with it ticked Morelos you're not doing well enough because he's given you a great insight and explanation there as to how the team plays and how pivotal Morelos is to that he needs to hold the ball in to then bring others into play to get you up the pack and the whether it's been as Barry says a few toy spots. The whether that's been delivered by shouting and bawling or whether it's a wee quiet word with an arm round her shoulder whatever way it is Van Bronckhurst and his staff clearly know how to get the best out of Morelos because he's responded to the constructive criticism um, at half time and uh, uh, as Barry said there it's great when you hear a manager explain things Paul you know what, like that yeah. it's 11, and we won and that's great we won 6-4 and it's brilliant we look forward to the draw tomorrow and the fans were brilliant no, he's actually given you an insight some of the reasons to how they managed to win the game or win the tie and play better in the second half and the key role that Morelos um, played in that so again just good manager I've been really I know the, the four away games since the turn of the year has not been good enough in terms of the results but over the piece I like Van Bronckers and I have to say a Posta Coglu as well <laughs> and I'd love for both of them to be when he won the title pole. as people, as human beings, I think they're brilliant. I think they're great. For, <laughs> That's for impossible. No, I know <laughs> and I know somebody's going to have to be a loser, but you know what? I think they're brilliant ambassadors for Glasgow. This this city, as we all know, can be poisonous. It can be horrible. But I think these two guys have, you know, they they've kind of taken it to, to a level mm. which is good, which you're hoping is going to rub off and and and, and supporters in clubs and say, okay, you know, remember it's just a game. Mm. Support your team but 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 be good about it in the way um, you support your team but I think these two guys Postigol and Van Bronkers, they've set a high standard it'll be difficult for a lot of people to match it make no mistake about that in this city but I think they've set a really high standard how they represent their football clubs how they represent their dress rooms example they set to their staff to their players both very good at their jobs um, as well and I said for me it's just such a shame that one of them is going to be a loser this season because I think first and foremost brilliant human beings are two of them I, I think if you asked you an honest assessment of the game what did you
3: think of the first half? Mm-hmm. He, I think he would tell you, I, I was worried. And that's why he said to do the do, um, obviously tactical change and the, the change in information. And as I said, I know myself, 10 minutes ain't a long time mm-hmm. once the guys get in there. Because you, you don't get much longer than 10 because they want you out as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. So for him to go in there, and the good thing, what, what I was thinking about it in the second half when I seen the, the change in formation, they've obviously worked in the training ground. Yeah. If this ain't working, plan A, bang we go to plan B. And fair play to the players. Um they, they took the the information on board and as I said, it made Rangers look I, I just felt to me in the second half Rangers didn't look like conceding a goal. In the first half, every time Dortmund went forward, I was a bit panicky. So listen, all credit to, to Gio and all credit to the players for taking out that information.
2: Here's Daniel, a Rangers fan on the line from Wishaw. Hi, Daniel.
9: How are we doing guys, you're right? Good. What about
2: yourself? Uh still still ecstatic for last night.
9: Um <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever
2: watched a Rangers game with uh, heart palpitations as bad as that, but yeah, yeah. Craig earlier on said he was calm at half time, but I think Barry, you nearly uh, not quite at palpitations, but you weren't sure what was gonna happen. Well, I was close to that. I was yeah. close to how Daniel was <laughs> feeling. I'll
3: be honest <laughs> with you at half time. Um, that uh, ten minutes. Uh, I was pacing up and down the, the, the living room um, but listen again I'll go back mm. to it I thought the second half the change listen it was a change yeah. information mm. for the manager that done the trick and I thought in the second half Rangers thoroughly deserved to make sure they get through into the last 16 Daniel Totally agree
9: I mean I thought Ryan Kent had an absolute outstanding second half just I, I thought he played really well Bassi played really well as well quite strong at the left Um Ellis. Aye, when he
2: went through and goal um, for the VAR decision, I kind of thought that was just a bit a bit ludicrous. How that get disallowed? Mm-hmm. Mark. But, hey, yep. we're through. It was awesome. And Ryan Kent got stronger as the
4: second yeah. half went on, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think we we, we spoke about Ryan Kent this time last week because he had a, an outstanding performance in the the Westfalen Stadium. Um, really you know took the game to Dortmund on the front foot you know lovely quick feet creating chances you like that one you? Uh, yeah <laughs> so like big, like big, like big ramble uh, and uh, you know the way the, the way it was and again he's followed up again last night he's won the penalty kick he's just these lovely quick feet when, that wee burst that he's got over 5 or 6 uh, the frustrating part for me is you know what that's he can do and he doesn't do it often enough I said and I said it's like you know he should be ripping it up every Saturday and Sunday in the SPF yep. with the greatest respect to the opposition he mm-hmm. should be absolutely ripping it up well, do you remember and he st- doesn't do it often enough but what a talent he is yeah, he,
3: he's got everything in the locker mm-hmm. Ryan Kent uh, the only thing that I would label against him is, is consistency. consistency doing yeah. it week in week out now it's in there and mm-hmm. now I think Geo could be the one to get it out of him because um, listen over the last three weeks you can see it coming mm-hmm. um, again I thought at the weekend even up at Tanadice mm-hmm. a difficult place to go he was outstanding last night I thought he get starved a wee bit of possession um, they d- never fed him the ball enough in the first half but the second half as Daniel said he was unplayable at times only downside he never get the goal the one when he broke through his, touch, his last touch was a bit heavy but you've got to give the, the Dortmund yep. defender credit for that but listen the second half display if he produces that domestically He's, he's a
2: match winner all day long just thinking about Arfield throwing goals as well remember in the first half another yeah. chance and if and he squared I, it
4: yep. I think I know Barry really likes um, Arfield I thought just his effectiveness Paul in terms of putting the hard graft in last night Barry you know getting into full back areas tracking back he wasn't looking to do the glory side because for a lot of the first half it wasn't about that it was about just trying to stay compact and helping out your back four and I thought Arfield put in a wonderful yeah. shift he, last he's night. a real
3: team player um, listen we all know he he's runs for midfield he, he breaks brilliantly He runs He goes beyond he, He's got a goal in him But he does the dirty side brilliantly He's one that As I said I, I'm not sure if Daniel agrees me here But I would like to see Scott Arfield sign a new contract He's up in the summer I know he's getting on a bit He's 33, 34 But for me He's been outstanding Since Gio's come in Daniel Daniel, I totally agree And I mean Another, another player
2: Which Brack knows really well Who
9: had a massive game and an absolute top draw save was Alan McGregor again. Big moment, big games. He never fails,
2: never. Barry, he goes on and on. What do you feel yeah, about the, the old pal?
3: The, the first one, I expect him to save it, I think it was the one from mm-hmm. Marlon, the one where he cuts in and he hits it with some power and his right hand. I mean, so strong. But that—that's. Everybody's talking about it. some save, it is some save, but I expect uh-huh, yep. That's just a natural thing that I expect for Alan McGregor because i played with him for so long, I've seen him every single day in training. Um, but listen, he's, again, he's a match winner.
2: He's, he, he'll win you games with making saves. Daniel, are you confident uh, to win against Red Star and then you go into the last eight? Hopefully, hopefully. Um,
9: obviously, you can't underestimate your opponent, but to go up against Second biggest team in Germany mm-hmm. and beat them quite, no, I wouldn't say comfortably, but convincingly, I would say we've got a, a pretty strong chance. I
2: Are you worried about being in both competitions? Although Mark said earlier on he would prefer to be playing. And Barry, you often say you'd rather play than train on the Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. aye. And
0: yeah.
3: I think if you look at Rangers as a, a squad, I know Geo's went with. Round about the same starting I in the last yeah. Two or three weeks mm-hmm. But Rangers have got A strong enough squad mm-hmm. No no doubt in my mind About it to cope With, with three, game, uh, three games a week And it's just all about Playing See see up until um, Three o'clock On Sunday mm-hmm. They won't do much They'll go in They'll recover the day They'll do another Light session tomorrow And they'll be fresh To go
2: again on Sunday And Daniel Are you confident For Sunday With Motherwell Hopefully Yeah, yeah.
9: Definitely Sunday United was a bit of a, a fighting yeah. a, a game, 29 shots and goal. But I mean, we're at home, so, and especially last night, I think we have got the confidence to go and beat Motherwell. That's no disrespect to Motherwell, mind you. Motherwell mm. is a good team. But I think we should get pick up the three points in, on Sunday.
2: Not getting carried away, but really, really positive. Oh. Daniel, thanks very much for calling. Thanks very much, Dan. Cheers. 0808 17 17 700 loads of calls coming in Mark and Barry after the news
0: Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the taxi centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes Nissan, Ford, Hyundai you name it They've got saloons MPVs, estates minibuses prestige cars the lot all under one roof ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK with taxi trade exclusive discounts flexible finance options and no hidden fees they even throw in registration and 12 months road tax so if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi where would you go the trade only
2: our two loads of your calls coming in after Rangers' uh, big win last night. Uh, we've got Barry Ferguson here and Mark Guidi. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Big weekend of football coming up as well tomorrow. Aberdeen against Undy United, and the statue to Sir Alex Ferguson, probably our greatest ever manager, Barry. That uh, was unveiled today at Petardry.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and Bratton, yeah. no, no doubt about it. I watched I watched um, his documentary, Paul. Um, during the week yeah. and I've got to be honest with you I, I was glued to it mm. I thought it was brilliant very I, honest wasn't it yeah he, he was and um, just talking about his mm. his early days as a footballer um, when he was when he was playing obviously his, his dream move to, to Rangers and then Going into management really early, I, I was surprised how early he went into management. Um, I was taken aback by that, but it's
2: like sterling, wasn't
3: it? Yeah, but it's a brilliant watch. Obviously yeah. went to St. man then up to, to Aberdeen, mm-hmm. but it's a, a brilliant watch. And if MD's not watched it, mm-hmm. um, go and go and mm-hmm. have a look at it. Um, but it's well, I'm not surprised. He was an absolute legend up there. What he what he done for Aberdeen, and then mm-hmm. going down to Man U. I actually forgot. It wasn't a great start. He no. had the first three or four seasons, and then bang, it just, it just kicked in and then he went on to become just an unbelievable manager and the amount of trophies and just looking back, the, the players that he managed mm-hmm. as well, some, I'm talking world-class players. Phenomenal. And they all speak highly of him, so, yeah, listen, great to see him all we- uh, all well and good as well after, obviously, the brain mm-hmm. hemorrhage. Um, that, was, that was a shocker to everybody, but great to see him back and obviously
2: deserved Getting that statue up, Aberdeen. Mark, did you come up against him over the years? Obviously, yeah. he would have gone to Man United by the time you were in journalism, yeah. I'd imagine. But yeah. he, he was for not. How was he with you?
4: He oh, it, it, it was good. You know, sometimes you know, I had, a, I had a, the, the great pleasure of um, doing a couple of one-to-ones uh, with him, being down with other Sunday journalists. You know, um, I'm allowed to see you would use the help of, of of his great friends up here. Yep. Lord Willie Hockey. Uh, James Mortimer always very helpful uh, with me with things like that, and, and Sir Alex made you feel welcome. Is did, a wee I glass was, of red after was, the game, was, was it, well, it the- I did. You know, I, I was there with the with the hair dryer treatment. Um, I caught on seeing others on the receiving end of it and uh-huh. uh, the press. But if you make there was there was a few. And Barry Lowe was a brilliant manager, Paul. Mm. He ran the football club. Mm. I mean, he ran a, 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 a club like Man United, absolutely ruled it from top to bottom, deservedly so. And they reap the rewards of that but um, there was a few times when, when Celtic get get Man United and Rangers get Man United where uh, it was Gordon Stratton in charge of Celtic um, Alec McLeish and um, Walter Smith in Rangers and so Paul the, the, the Sunday newspapers made a point to go down to Carrington the Thursday or the Friday and you would go yeah. in and the uh, English journalists would we'll see us coming down by five or six with Kenny McDonald, Johnny <laughs> Scott Fraser Mackey Dougie Alexander Michael Grant would all go down and um, I remember the time we walked into the, the media room at uh, Carrington, and the English guys are all sitting, yeah. you know, looking down, you know, looking like giving and it large. Up, so, so Alex walks in, <laughs> right, you lot up, <laughs> get out that row, get the front yeah. row to the Scottish guys, did he? <laughs> and, so and they did <laughs> so. Yeah. And then at the end of it, you know, he was, he was winding them up, you know, because he would all yeah. be looking and say at the end of it right, Scottish boys, stay behind, I'll take you across for a cup of tea and a rolling sausage. Oh, brilliant.
5: <laughs> and the English uh. guys would
4: all be, you know, <laughs> he'd listen, it was just it was a mind games and it was brilliant. He looked at, I remember as well, um, Barry. Right after your night at, um, at the City of Manchester Stadium, your, your FA mm-hmm. Cup final, the next day was the Open Day, the preview to the Champions League final, mm-hmm. which Man United um, were involved in. Was that, it to been Chelsea, 2008? Man United, yep. Chelsea? It, it was, it absolutely. So was. Yep. the next yep. day we've got to get in, it, and it's a big Open House, and I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. And uh, God rest them, Ronnie Scott of the Sunday yep. Post mm-hmm. was there, and Ronnie and a few went, went along. And the Sunday newspapers, we were actually given Ronaldo, interview so it's just this wee space and uh, Ronaldo's there's only one seat and Ronaldo's sitting on it and the rest of us are all around with with addictive phones maybe about 12 of us English Scottish foreign journalists and Sir Alex has walked by at this point and I'll never forget it he looks down there sees Big Ronnie right over here, Big Ronnie right away how you doing and he says to Ronaldo hey (laughs) well, got off that chair there's only one Ronnie allowed to sit in that seat today and it's not you it's Ronnie Scott and he gave, he gave Ronnie Scott and Ronaldo's up off the seat to give Ronnie Scott it was, it was brilliant and, uh, but anyway that, that aside uh, just a, a brilliant football man and, and as Barry said great to see him back in good health
3: Just, just when yeah. you're mentioning that the, that squad that went down to Manchester mm-hmm. um, all all the, the guys that worked in the, the papers that must have been some night out <laughs> it must have been some of the names you mentioned there like
7: tonight night out that one wasn't a great one though, was it because late on you were uh,
2: that uh, night but I'm sure there were other great ones I remember ones. we, we, we
4: interviewed you, you that yep. night after yeah, the did game you, we after got the got game. you yeah. were absolutely but I don't th- forget. get I you so dejected to I, remember it I, yeah. I,
3: I wouldn't have liked to get in his the wrong side no, of no. Sir Alex mm. I think he would I've be tough but yeah. it was good to see going back to his documentary mm. yep. talking about the, the class of 92 how they were like him brought up working class and that's the way he liked his players Um And it wasn't all about ability. It was first and foremost his Mm. team had to work.
2: Watching it he would unfinished business at Rangers, didn't he? Yeah. He, d- he did feel that when he was Aberdeen manager, and I was running you know on the radio here, and he would always be nippy about the Glasgow station, and I just felt you know he wanted to be, and he said to me, "I wouldn't allow, I wouldn't have a phone in on the radio if I was at Rangers." Well,
3: go and watch it because you could yep. see obviously he's got a bean, he's one about, he about yep. Rangers, but yep.
2: I don't want to go on and run it for him. Day no. just want to go no. and watch it. Yep, have a watch. It, it's yeah. great. Any more on that? I'll have to put you onto the advertising department <laughs> about it, as much as the. Uh, 08, 08 17 17 700 there's so many people want to talk about Rangers last night we'll talk about Celtic as well but I think the Celtic fans in general looking at it they've kind of written off last night they wrote off the campaign but they've got to get back onto on Sunday against Hibs so it's the early kickoff for Celtic and then Rangers at home to Motherwell uh, let's go back in the lines Scott is on a Rangers fan good evening Scott
10: evening guys
2: yeah Thanks, you, Scott. you take it away I'm not going to say how are you I can imagine
10: yeah, it's just I've not I was not be able to smile off my face all day just thinking about last night I think it's probably the best game I've been to I was definitely up there anyway mm-hmm. and it's just both legs I wasn't at the first leg mm-hmm. but I both legs sensational
2: Did you stay on afterwards then? Because the fans didn't want to go and the players quite rightly melted they enjoyed it afterwards
10: Yeah Yeah, it's just I think you could just see the overwhelming joy from fans players a lot it was just just an unbelievable night really I think when we drew Dortmund we all thought alright oh, that's us out time of focus in the league but no players stood up and deservedly won both games
2: Who was your man of the match? I've not asked Barry or Mark yet What about you Scott? You kick off with that Rangers man of the match last night
10: You can name 11 um, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably go Big Bassie. I thought when he yep. was at centre half in the first half I thought he'd done okay mm-hmm. but left back he came into his own he had two Right hand side players on toast the full second half. Then know what? I have to deal with him and obviously get that one for assist with the second goal.
3: Mm. Yeah, it's a toss of the coin between Bassey and, and Ryan Kent. Um, if you're going to ask me for one, I'll go. I'll go Bassie. Giving it yeah, to, to, to Calvert yeah. yeah, just. Yeah. yeah. Is, is it because of where he's fact. come from? Yeah, the fact that not just he's, where he's come from. But going for for centre back and yeah. um, mm-hmm. then getting put to left back sometimes you're, you're focused on doing one job and mm-hmm. it's a total different position so yeah it was a close call between the two but I've got to be honest with you Calvin Bass I said it right at the start of the show for me he's number one left back for
2: Rangers yeah. the confidence he's got now Mark you can see it and yeah. he's so powerful
4: yeah I mean and you yeah. look at him as well at Tannadice uh, last Sunday mm-hmm. um, the, the, the way he played um, he can pick a pass I think as well if you now assess it and we've seen it from very very early in his career at Rangers the quality of his delivery from the left you know, when he really looks yeah. up and he can yeah. pick just the way Barisic was but I felt, felt that he was kind of in Barisic's shade because because you know, Barisic's been doing it for, for a number of years but you look at that now he's powerful wonderful pace a great commodity in the modern game can look up and you know he's very comfortable at less set and a half, but at a left back, yeah, I think that's position as his own. And and once again, um, two to to, caveats to this, credit to Stephen Gerrard and, and his staff, uh, will it be backroom staff, mm-hmm. recruitment staff for identifying Bassi and getting him for nothing, and then for Giovanni Van Brontkust and, and his staff, and um, for all say that they've worked with him. You know, these things don't you know, nobody, they don't just happen by chance. there's yep. no okay, there's a wee bit of luck involved, things going, you get your confidence going but the, the, fact, the fact is that he's managed to make that transition absolutely seamless from left centre half into the left um, wing back row mm-hmm. um, and go and do that so well and, and the greatest respect that's doing no, like, in a domestic game you know when you're dominating at, at Ibrooks on a, a Saturday afternoon that's against quality opposition and Bassim just absolutely looked the part and yep. I'd agree with Barry and Scott man in the match
3: Yeah he's improved so much there's no doubt about it and the word is that he's one of these boys where he wants to stay behind and, and work on things and make himself better and that's what you want to hear a young guy at 20, 21 but he's got all the attributes mm-hmm. he's good on the ball as Mark says he's strong as an ox I've not seen him everybody bounces off him mm-hmm. um, and he's getting better at defending and also what he's improved in big time his delivery um, for the wide areas <laughs> so it's clear that he's He's got his head down, he's worked hard, and, and he wants to play. You can see he's desperate to play every single game, and he deserves to be in that starting 11 just now with the performances he's putting
2: in. Scott, like loads of fans, you must wonder. I mean, Celtic fans could say the same. How can they play the way they've been playing in the league, especially against Rangers three weeks ago, and then the, the way they played in Europe? And for Rangers, you know, up at Dingwall, at Dundee United, and then the way they played in the West Fallon last week and then last night, they were awesome. Yeah,
3: they, they were awesome. Do, do you know what? I, I didn't think they were that... I, th- I thought they were good against Dun United. The only thing yeah. they have never done was put the ball in the back of the pokey, <laughs> which is the hardest thing to, to do in, yeah. in football. Um, but that will be a frustration to you mm-hmm. Four away games, only coming away with three points. Um, if you want to win the league, mm-hmm. that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. But listen, last night, they've got to take so much confidence because they know they can go and play that, that way. Certainly over in Dortmund they were they were exceptional last night I thought it was a a performance fully just grit and determination and some good quality and amongst it
4: the, the, the manager made a big call but it was the right call he identified a weak link and he dealt with it yeah. there was a weak link in the team Barisic and he dealt with it there was a weak link in the team at Celtic Park albeit it was too late by that time it was 3-0 at half time he dealt with it you know ok and they put it okay, well why was he in the starting 11 That the first place that old argument but he's given him a, a, a chance for, he's given him an opportunity for a reason. It's not worked, and he's not one. some managers can be stubborn, you know, I'm going to stick by it, you know, I don't want to make it. But no, he's found a problem and he's dealt with it and it's helped Rangers win the tie. Here's the manager
2: saying, just what we're talking about, they have to keep up these
5: levels. Three, one, two play this way every game you uh, you play in. You know, we, we go back now to uh, Domestic League. You know, we cannot uh, afford uh, another drop of points. Uh, so we have to have the same uh, level of play. Uh, again, on, uh, yesterday we created a good chances to score. We scored twice and that's our aim also for for Sunday to uh, create as many chances as possible. But, you know, in the end, we, we have to have the three points. He talks a lot of sense,
2: Mark, when he said it earlier on, doesn't he, Scott? Same as Ange Postacoglu. I like the way they're really honest with the fans about how the team have played.
10: Yeah, I think just uh, what Mark was saying there about, I think what it's quite refreshing to see our manager change systems when it obviously it's yeah. not working. Obviously, we had Mark Walburton was making plenty better. And then more recently, Gerard, was very regimented, 4 3 3. And no, not really. Cause it worked, so he didn't change it, but there were other games that we should change it under him. But last night, we switched to a 4 2 3 1 and a 4 3 3. And obviously, they were documented about three to the back, little instrument, centre half. It's good to see a manager see an issue, fix the issue, and it makes the team better it's quite refreshing almost mm-hmm. and I just think he's done and it it's, I, ever since the Celtic game he's been I don't think Gio's put a foot wrong Gio's not the one who missed the chances at Ross County yeah. none of us County Dundee United mm-hmm. and obviously the last two games against Dortmund he's got it perfect
2: Scott does last night's performance and last week does that get the Celtic result out of your system?
10: Yeah I think I think maybe, this, maybe it was a case of short-term pain for long-term gain mm-hmm. in the Celtic result. I think since that since that game, we had Hearts, Hearts Hur- were third beating mm-hmm. 5-0. Hibs, which is, they're always up for playing Rangers, beating 2-0 very comfortably. And then obviously Dortmund, which speaks yep. for itself, we mm-hmm. were exceptional over two games and now I think we just push on in the league now.
2: Barry?
3: No, no. <laughs> the Celtic game, no. Yep. Not until I, I come up against Celtic... Um, the next mm. time at, at Ibrox, yeah. that will still hurt the players. Look, yeah. for me, it would be hurting me. I know you've got games that you need to concentrate on, but see, at the back of my mind, that that would be hurting me. I, I'm just giving you my my honest. That that's the way that I would I would be be thinking.
2: Well you um, gave it in the first two minutes. I was on here on goal with Davy Proven, and you spotted right away.
3: Yeah, but the one thing that I've got to give him credit for is mm. um, he's no scared to make this, uh, decisions during games. Or if somebody's no producing the goods. Then somebody will replace you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've got. You think he was like as well, yep. though, wasn't he? Yep. He's got mm-hmm. the, but I would say quiet assassin about him. Not, mm-hmm. not, a quiet assassin, but Gio's. If you hear him on the media, he's very relaxed. But inside the dressing room, um, he must be. He, what I like about him is he's not scared to make a decision. If you're not mm-hmm. producing on the pitch, you don't play. And I've I've been going on about Bassi and. And Ryan Kent, Manelos, Ryan Jack, rightly so. But again, I've got to mention Lundström, going back in at yeah, a back three. Yeah. He's been excellent in the centre of the pitch mm-hmm. since he's come in after the Celtic mm-hmm. game. To go into the middle of a back three and still mm-hmm. ro- look really comfy in between Balogun and and Goulson. He deserves a, a lot of credit and I'm glad for him. I said that a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, I'm really happy for him because he had a tough time, he tough did. start. Mm-hmm. People were questioning why Rangers went from. Now you're starting. Well, now you're seeing. Because he could have
2: gone in January, couldn't he? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I would yeah.
3: have no doubt there was yeah. clubs interested mm-hmm. in him, and, and so they would be. I think Middlesbrough were one of them. He's old manager at Sheffield United. There, um, they were of one of the clubs. But listen, he's took his opportunity. He's he's waited. He's he's waited for his chance. He's got it, and he's mm-hmm. probably at this moment in time one of the first names on the team sheet.
4: Yeah, I mean, who would have thought three months ago that both? Steve Davis and Glenn Kamara would not be in the yeah. starting mm. lineup. Not that none of us. Okay, mm. but once we thought Ryan Jack would be back. But in terms of yeah. Lundström, keeping Kamara and Davis at the team in that partnership. So again, that's that, that you know, credit to the manager and his coaching staff. And again, his Barry's talking just that wee 10 minute slot, probably no even ten minutes half time. One thing that the manager was last night, you can see about the decision making, he's clearly decisive, Paul. Yeah. No mess out by no better lads. he's been a manager you probably got a hundred things swirling in your head you think I need to remember to tell me to do this I need to do that I need to tell my coaching staff go and deal with it but he just got a couple of things he said he's had to deal with M- Morelos last night you might need to do better and here's how I want you to do better boom we're going to a back three Lundstrom right you come Bassi in Barisic you're off bum 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 decisive because you've got a short space of time to get that message across and you need to make sure that you're concise and you're to the
2: point did you get all the bump bump bumps there I think (laughs) you missed one I think you're juggling about six of them (laughs) and Barry for Scott um, Red Star they're not what they were you know when they won the old European Cup but um, Rangers are not going to underestimate them but this is eminently winnable for Rangers yeah it's
3: definitely winnable but listen they're they're a good team they're in the last 16 Paul I think they finished top of their, their group as well um, so you're coming up against um, w- what you get with with players um, in that neck of the woods Serbines, technically they're really good mm. um, and they might surprise a few people but I'm sure Gio and the staff will be analysing them watching plenty of videos and it'll not be an easy game but for me I'll look back at it when you're looking at the teams that Rangers could have got mm. that's one that I look and thought that's winnable good.
2: What's the ground like? You've played there
3: yeah, a lot of people say it's frightening. It's a hostile, but see, uh-huh. as a footballer, you want to play in places like that. I mean, yeah. it's a long dark tunnel, and mm. the, the police are there with their batons <laughs> and <laughs> helmets, and <laughs> looking at you and staring at you. And then there's flares and all mm. sorts of noises going off in the, the in the stadium. But listen, that's you love that. Yeah, yeah. that's mm. it's a, it was brilliant to sample that, Um and that's what as a footballer you want to play. You want to play in hostile environments, and certainly going over to. Belgrade will be for Rangers, but listen, I'm sure they can handle it.
2: Scott, you'll be there. You'll be at Ibrox anyway, and maybe Belgrade as well.
10: Yeah, hopefully. I think me and my mates were just talking today. We're probably we're probably going to go to Belgrade. Well, but be, whether mm. we we'll win the game is a different story. But I definitely Ibrooks Well, I'm in Belgrade is a different story. But yeah, I think I am fairly confident. I think after beating Dortmund, I think mm. we can beat. I think I think we can beat most in the tournament. I, re, I was really looking for. I was really want West Ham actually. Same as Barry. Know. Yeah, be yeah. away mm. day down to London would be decent. And also just Because I get talked Because obviously You hear English folk Talking down at Scottish football a lot mm-hmm. So beating West Ham Would have been Fun to shut them up Scott
2: Thanks a million for calling
1: The Go Radio football show With the Taxi Centre Save on your new taxi With exclusive discounts Across Skoda Toyota Ford Seat And more Let's go Go, go
2: great football coming up this weekend we started to say it earlier and then we started to pay tribute to Sir Alex Ferguson the man from Govan the statue was uh, unveiled today I think our own Rob McLean was up there for that one uh, having done BT Sport last he's <laughs> doing Rangers uh, and he was there but yeah the new statue to Alex Ferguson so Aberdeen against Dundee United the, the new firm they used to call it and Jim Goodwin of course in charge now at the Dons Dundee against Livingston Ross County against St Johnson St Mirren against Hearts and then Sunday 12 o'clock Hibs against Celtic and at 3 Rangers against Motherwell and some good games in the Championship Chris Burke was with Last night, and he was saying that he's enjoying working under Derek McInnes, and that's no surprise. He's really, really impressed by him.
3: Yeah, I mean, Burkey's still going strong. Yeah. What is he, thirty-seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it clearly looks after himself, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. And I think there's still a few miles left in, in Burkey's legs, but I'm not surprised because Derek McInnes. Um, has been a top manager over the over the years. He had a few sticky results a few weeks back, but um, a good one at the weekend, I think it was 3-0 against Wraith Rovers. Um, so they're they fighting now to, to make sure they, they get automatic promotion back
2: into the Premier League because Commander are, let's be honest, we're a Premier League team. They're beginning to look as though they might come up either the playoff. Place or as champions talk about that later we're going to go on the lines in the second to two Celtic losing 2-0 last night 5-1 an aggregate against Bodo Glimt the Norwegian champions uh, any lessons to be learned uh, AP was asked today
8: the thing you take in is if you don't perform at the levels that we have been then you know you won't you won't be successful so we've just got to make sure we uh, from my perspective to least effective performances we've had in Europe this year and um, you know I guess when when you um, are at that level, you don't get, don't get the opportunity to progress, so we've got to make sure we, we, we improve.
2: Right, Just before we go on to that, we've had a West Ham United, a former West Ham star has been on the line, he's obviously listening, he's also a Celtic star, that gives it away, doesn't it? But he's got a comment uh, to Scott, who was on a few moments ago. Who's that, Count Cole? <laughs> <laughs> Oh good good catch.
1: Yeah.
4: Ah. Uh yeah, Stuart Slater's been on. Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so it's Frank Macaveri. Mac has been on. He said, Tell Scott Rangers would never beat West Ham. West Ham would knock Rangers out all day long. Says Maka, the West Ham legend, what a partnership we had with Tony Cotty yep. uh, back in the day and and John Lyle's team. So Frank, listening to the show and having a wee bit of fun with the Rangers supporters, good to hear. Barry
3: he knew about the back of the net was Maca. Pardon? Um, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's um, some man Marker he oh, is yes. but I've got to disagree with him give him Phil.
2: great to know that he's he's tuned in though Frank Yeah, it's good that he's listening I to I the Radio what, Football
4: Show he's still banging him in at, at six of sides Frank is he? still yeah. b- banging him in sometimes you get Ali McCoist and Frank McIverney mm-hmm the same team, about eight hundred goals between them. Coe's cool. got seven hundred and twenty-three of them, and um, <laughs> it's great to see the two of yeah. them and, and, and form together. I'll be there, soon. yeah.
3: I'll be there. Soon. You will indeed. I'll you? tell you a yeah. quick one about Maka. On. On. Yeah, love it. Um, played walking football with mm-hmm. him uh, for another station Wait. where we get huh? invited to play, um, and we're playing against teams. And he's the only player I know. You get sent off. No, a game. Yeah. really? Was <laughs> <laughs> <What laughs> sent <he> off? would <laughs> uh, one of to <laughs> <laughs> one of the boys um, was he would be fair the boy was like kicking him for the bank <laughs> constantly I mean you're
2: talking walking football but <laughs> allegedly <laughs> honestly couldn't believe it. I was watching oh, we'll get Frank on the line one of these nights but Frank down Frank, at Glasgow Green it was, was, was it yeah right. it was walking
3: Glasgow football Green. walking football sent off um, but Reagan. listen he still had
2: a, yeah. a nice touch yep. Reagan's on the line good evening Reagan. Well, how are you doing, mate? Right? Yeah, good. It's good for you to hear about Frank McEaveney, Um because not not too many laughs for you as a Celtic fan last night. But we're just wondering if you can have written that off anyway, right? Europe. It was the third competition. It's gone. Is that what you feel, or are you disappointed?
11: No, I'm not disappointed at all, Paul. I'm glad we're out and, I'm, and we can focus in the league because we've not won. It. I think um, apart from this season, Celtic have not won Easter Road. 2014 or 2016 Mm -hmm. so I think these uh, type of features are are more important for for Celtic because I think if you'd asked any Celtic fan Paul if 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 they'd have been top of the table by three points Mm -hmm. with the Scottish uh, uh, with the Scottish Premier Force Cup in the bag and then the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup then I think there, there was a Dubbed, uh, snuck a hand off for that Paul because it's a great return and Agposta Coglu needs to take a lot of credit um, the question I had for, uh, for Mark and Barry was Paul was that um, I watched the Rangers game last night and I, I'm really really impressed with Ryan Kent um, do you think he um, finally will get some interest from down south and um, maybe Rangers can't turn that down because I, I think over the the do- The two two, um, times they played against a a top German Mm team, he was the standout player for me, for Rangers. Mm -hmm.
2: You might be slightly hoping, but of course the window's gone, but that's a great point. What do you think, Barry?
11: Yeah, I've no doubt
3: they'll they'll be interested in him, but I'll go back to uh, the threes we were talking about earlier on. I think the only thing clubs will look at and think they need to see... A level of consistency mm. in his game, because there's no doubt he's got all the ability. He's got all the attributes. He's quick. He's so skillful. Mm. Another thing he can maybe add his goals to his game. Um But listen, I've no doubt that t- teams will be be watching him, and if he produces the sort mm. of performance uh, performances he's produced over the last week, and I'm talking about both Dortmund games and the Dundee United mm. game, then Rangers will. will um,
2: Will struggle. There's no doubt in my mind, but I struggle to keep a hold of him. See when he was off the boil, Mark. It's only four months ago, and Stephen Gerrard was asked by the media, and he said, "Well, you'd have to ask the player to get into his head." Mm-hmm. Do you remember when yep. he was just not on form? Yep. But my goodness, the, the the confidence he's got now.
4: Yeah, look, he, he's he's a top player. You know, he's one of these guys that the old saying that he gets bums off seats, he gets supporters excited. You know, you want to go and watch him because he's one of the the, the few in an game he'll actually go and try and beat a man. You know, a lot of what to came inside and but he'll actually go and write, boom, try and do it. Uh, and away he goes. I mean, at the start of the season, Barry, a lot of people in the media, pundits former Rangers person, he's the one guy that Rangers can't sell. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to go and bring a bit of money in, help balance the books, then Kent is the one guy that, that you cannot uh, get rid of. And You can totally understand why a lot of people were saying that back then, he had a good start then he's kind of faded away but now he's burst back onto the scene now if ever there's a time to burst back onto the scene it's now because mm-hmm. you're in the last 10, 11, 12 games of the league campaign there's two games against Celtic to go you're in the last 16 in the Europa League and you're in the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup a game um, away at uh, is it Dundee? Dundee interventions have got Dundee the Celtic so when you look at all that yep, this well. is a time for Kent to come on fire mm-hmm. in terms of what happens next for him I think this summer you either sign a new contract mm-hmm. Or you get sold. Because unless Mistaken buys into the last year of his deal. Yeah, I, well, I think, think yeah. Mm-hmm. so you get you get to that stage where you don't want to lose him for nothing. But what kind of value does he have down the road? So Rangers bought him for seven million from Liverpool. Has he enhanced his value in the market? Yeah. Absolutely. So it's about what clubs think. But I think at this stage now, um, you either sell in the summer and get the best possible money you can or you sign a new contract, now maybe that will depend for Ryan Kent as well, if Rangers win the league, if Rangers win the league, you're into the mm-hmm. Champions League, I'm sure he would love that platform, you're right into the Champions League, there's no qualifier, so that might intensify to, to, to sign an extension, or if it doesn't happen, they might say, well, now's the right time for a partner of the ways, but we'll know, We'll know in the space of three months.
2: Regan, back to your own team, to Celtic. Early kickoff on Sunday, twelve o'clock at Easter Road. Here's the keeper, Joe Hart, speaking about the early kickoff. I think you know my answer to that. We just focus on exactly what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do is uh, when we've been like that, when we've been behind, and we're going to be exactly the same now. We're in front. We just focus on what what we can take care of, what our squad can take care of, and um, Hibs that are in front of us. In the last game against Hibs? yeah, I felt that. You know, when, when we're really on it and we play the football that we did in that first half, we, could, we can really, really, we can blow teams away. But likewise, in the second half, when we're not perfect, you know, it's a competitive league, a lot of pride, a good club, um, you know, a, a big club with a, with a fan base that got behind them. So it was tough, but we got the job done and that's what we're going to look to do on Sunday. Reagan, there'll be quite a few changes in the team sheet. Uh, you've got so many players who didn't play last night. Who would you obviously, the captain, Callum McGregor? Barry was saying in the first hour the difference when he came on, okay, it was too late, but uh, he is just at the heart of that team, isn't he, your skipper?
11: I think McGregor's been absolutely fantastic this season and for the past few seasons as well. I think he's so important, like Barry said uh, in the first part of the show. I just think that he makes such a difference, even to the intensity. Because you look at the way that he just controls the midfield and tries to do his best. I think he's so important because you know it's the drop-off when he's not in that team and that just sends so much about him. Yeah,
4: well, Mark. I, yeah. I, 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 I want to ask Barry because yeah. when, when I'm looking at Callum McGregor just the, the points that Regan's making there and, and what Barry was saying earlier on you know, McGregor comes on dictates takes the play he drops deep and he'll get he'll get the ball from, from Starfelt and he'll go and try and make things happen. He drives the team forward he can carry out the tactical instructions of the manager and he'll dictate how the team plays. It all goes through him. I'm just thinking, that, and it's kind of the first thing that's come out of my head, I don't know if you agree, Regan, Paul, but it reminds me of you with Rangers the way you would play for him. Do, do you see any of Callum McGregor in, your, in yourself? Yes. That's why I keep saying he's that good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I, yeah. no, similar. Uh, look, I, I think before, Callum was always... Uh, I'll go in numbers 8 or 10 that uh, mm-hmm. attacking I, I honestly think he's brilliant at the holding midfielder role. he'll go in and he'll I just like he, he makes the game look so simple when it's it's so effective but he just keeps the ball moving and I just think he's just a proper leader I, I just really enjoy Watch. So I think he's a proper, as you would describe, an all-round midfielder. He's got everything. He can, if you want to say, play a beat on, and you want to move him forward, he can. He can do both positions. But sitting just in front of the the back two, for me, um, he's he's a brilliant footballer. He Can handle the ball. He can get about the pitch. He can get stuck in as well when it gets mm-hmm. a wee bit feisty. He doesn't yep. he. doesn't mind a a battle. Um, so look, I honestly just think Celtic
2: when Callum McGregor. There's no in the team are a far weaker team. Your manager was asked today about um, Kyogo and when he's going to be back, and he said, Look, I don't want to put a time on it yet, but maybe round about the international break next month or just afterwards. So, because at first, you know, we talked earlier on about Maeda, or whatever, and but they have they're missing a mark, aren't yeah, they? And Giamakis, you know, hat trick last week, but,
4: yeah, yeah. Paul, but, but Paul Regan. Any team's going to miss uh sure. A, a, a player of that yep. that quality. So again, you know, Fiverr a time to come back mm. and, he, and he's back ready. So if you're going to get him back and almost talk t- t- with a couple of games to get to, to get really back mm. on it, but if you're getting him in for the final ten games of the season, if that's the last six or seven league games, potentially two or three, in the Scottish Cup, what a time to get him back! What a lift that's oh, going no, to give him. So if if he's back in the kind of middle of next month, Paul, towards the end of the month, mm. bearing in mind the next game against Rangers is the Ibrox on April the third. So if he's got a couple of games under his belt get into that game mm-hmm. um, against Rangers um, at Ibrox and and bearing in mind that Kyogo Furuhashi wasn't part of the Celtic team that destroyed Rangers a month or so ago um, but, but, but he was part I think he was part of it in the 1-0 defeat at Ibrox mm-hmm. earlier in the season yeah, he uh, when he played yeah. out wide wasn't he? he played yep. out wide in the left played. and yeah, Edouard Edouard played through yep. the middle. Yep. So listen so there, there, there's all those sorts of uh, things to come mm-hmm. into the mix but if Kyogo's back what a, what a Big, big boost that is for Celtic. One thing about
3: Coyote, it must have been a serious Mm. hamstring injury for a lengthy time. Normally, a hamstring injury, if it's not too bad, you're talking three weeks, four weeks, but it's been, what was that? St Johnson Boxing Day. That's right, St Johnson and and, and Boxing Day. But Mm. one thing you want to make sure is your star centre-forward, you need to make sure he's 100%. You mm-hmm. don't want to gamble. And if that means leaving one on a week or two, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what Postacoglu would do because he's so important to the way that Celtic played and the impact he has on the uh, the Celtic team. It's two months since uh, he went
2: out. It's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. In February, that's it. Almost. Must,
3: have a, yeah. must have been a fair tear
2: on the yep. hamstring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reagan, so how are you looking forward to Sunday? I know you said earlier on you've kind of put Europe out your mind um, you never want to lose a game but it, that's it gone no. how are you feeling about Easter Road um, I think
11: it'll be very very difficult Paul simply for the fact that I think Sean Maloney's not really done too well apart from the County result so I think you will be looking to try and get that mm. um, bit of, um, and a, a bit of um, trying to get the squad to go behind them and play away from those two goals so I think you want to Pushed up with the games, so I think it could be very difficult. Uh, so I, I don't know, I think it'll be very, very, very tough for Celtic.
2: Celtic on 66, Rangers 63, Hearts 43, Hibs 34, along with Dundee United and Motherwell. It's so tight there, Barry, isn't it? And then 33 points, St Mirren under new management, Aberdeen on 31, along with Livy, Ross County and St Johnson, well, Ross County 27, St Johnson on uh, 23 points, and then but, Dundee uh, at the bottom. Um, well, y- yeah. y- you know, in terms of...
3: Celtic going to Easter Road at 12 o'clock on Sunday. Mm. There's going to be six changes for the start of eleven, Yeah, um, you, You're going to have Taylor, Absolutely. Abad, Ajota Carter Vickers, Juranovic yeah. and the captain, McGregor, starting the game. So, these six players, mm. they're going to make a difference to any team.
2: What's your scoreline, Regan? Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 to Celtic. And for Rangers, you're always very fair. You'll now say 4-0 Motherwell. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. uh, 2-0 to
11: Rangers.
2: 2-0 to Rangers it's going to go all the way you're agreeing yeah. with Barry and Mark aren't you this, but that, that's yeah, what you want of course yeah, yeah. it's yeah. exciting
3: um, uh, listen yeah. at the top of yeah. the league but also at the bottom of the league as well I you think it's going to... going to
11: be great Paul yeah. Uh, yeah. If, I, I think it's a point that Barry and Mark said a few, a few months ago we need to get someone to get in and market this game because we've got a great title race and we've got right. a, a great top six and a great
2: uh, race for the bottom as well, so we've got a, br- a in next two months of the season to
1: go. Regan, thanks so much. We'll speak to you soon. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat, and more. Let's go. go, 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 go,
2: go. Weekend edition of the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Thanks for making the switch here every night of the week. Five. Until seven tonight with the Rangers legend Barry Ferguson and distinguished Scottish sporting journalist, the former president of the Writers Association... Hugh, uh, Mark Goody is with us here. He's in good form tonight, isn't he? I liked what he said earlier on. If only both teams could win the league. what's he drinking tonight?
3: <laughs> I love that president.
2: But uh, the president I know, right, he, he <laughs> is He's terrific, actually. I was uh, at some of the dinners. I must say, uh, you. Uh, yeah, he is available. Best. He's the finest after dinner host in his price range. <laughs> uh, nah, Mark, you had some great uh, and some great guests over do, the yeah. years. Yeah, the
4: football yep. uh, post COVID's back on yep. on May the eighth. So and. Yep. Uh, I I can't say the name I I don't think I don't think it's in the public domain but um, a night worth worth being at Barry's a former winner you always get an invite you won the award twice Paul you always have an invite but um, definitely worth a a very very special guest of honour Wow! coming um, in May to the the Hilton Doubletree in Glasgow
2: and you know we were all thinking of a former great guest of honour a winner many times of the manager of the year the late great Walter Smith it would have been his Mm. birthday yesterday as you know Barry and uh, uh, Walter and he spoke so well remember when you had him back then years uh, later he, he, was, he, was he was magnificent,
4: magnificent. yeah he, yep. was, he was I always remember one of Walter's great lines he was giving, I think it was yeah. the time we get the lifetime achievement yes Or he won the manager of the year and, but well two things stands out. Mm. and we're going back to 2008 again and Walter won the manager of the year mm. but his speech was all mm. about Tommy Burns who'd passed away about a week a week or two earlier as you know that, that sums him up and it yep. was mm-hmm. brilliant the way he just delivered a, a wonderful tribute to to Tom. and as you know, in that room, all the great and good are there. Mm. There's 700 people yep. in the room, and he got it absolutely spot on. And I don't know if it was a, it was a different one, but he then gave a a, a speech another time. I think he got the manager of the year, and uh, he referenced uh, his great pal Dick Campbell. And mm. uh, Dick was top of the league, with breaking or something like that. And and Dick gets sacked, and the chairman that breaking said, "Oh, we won the playing." attractive enough football even though we're top of the league and Walter says I hope that does not catch on <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and you thought it was a great the way he just delivered it you know of, of course it was a, it was a great yeah. uh, is he talking about great, that 2008 a, a campaign, campaign. So, of, of course, course. the way yeah. like, like, he's got the effective you know how to win games but I think everybody sometimes it wasn't the most pleasant yeah. in the eye yeah. but it was effective you yeah. got the results and you did what you had to do but it was just a great line of water oh I, that I hope sharp, that does not catch on
3: see if you think back would you rather Look, we all want to see nice football but we had a certain way with a, a certain group of players and um, the way we were set up we won games with it but I would rather be set, set
4: up like that and win games and play brilliantly and lose yep. well, of course It's yep. another example yep. of that and again you were at the heart of it look at what he inherited with Scotland oh, look at Probably what he are. inherited yeah. with, with Scotland and, and yep. what he turned it into yep. again that's another True. classic mm-hmm.
2: example you know Yep. Right, let's get down to this weekend's action. We'll hear uh, Aaron Ramsey. We haven't mentioned him. Obviously, he's been out uh, in the last couple of uh, weeks.
5: The manager was asked, GVB was asked about uh, the former Arsenal, the U. V. star. No, he didn't have a setback. Uh, you know, he wasn't meant to be in the squad yesterday. So for me, it's um, just going as planned. He's, uh, today, he's, um, he's on the pitch. So, uh, you know, we have to see his progress uh, day by day, but um, he's definitely didn't get a, get a setback. It's been a very demanding game yesterday, so um, probably we'll have uh, tomorrow another day to assess the players who played, uh, how they are physically, and then, you know, uh, prepare for the game on Sunday, uh, you know, in, in which, to, which players we will start where would he play Barry if he's fit you know after that performance
3: yeah listen he, he, he's going to struggle to get in the team the way they've played certainly over the last week but I just think some of the comments I've I've seen have been over the top I, look I know he's a big signing mm. he's got a niggle but it's still too early to judge him yeah. judge us at the end of the season um, and hopefully he can get back um, as fit as possible Um sooner rather than later so it sounds to me that he just missed out on Thursday that that Gio just didn't think he was right he's training today so that tells me he's in contention for for Sunday does he play on Sunday the way it's looking with Gio and the the, the team um, selections that he's making he's going with the guys that are playing Mm. weekend he's not making too many changes and I, I don't think there'll be Many, if any changes um, in Sunday, I think if they're all fine and, and feeling good and so they should they'll be on a high. I think the same team goes out and um,
5: in, and in Sunday against
2: Muddle. And he was asked also about Diallo.
5: You know he had a good start. Um, you also know the the the, the change in environment uh, for him is, is an aspect for him that he, um, that, he uh, that he that he that he feels uh, also. You know the the level of playing uh, now. You know he played a um, couple of games with uh, with United, but morely in the reserves. So the intensity he will feel in in, in Scotland is much higher. So uh, so different. You always say that, Barry, don't you? You know,
2: going from the reserves at Man U to but, playing in the Premier League. Well, oh, honestly, yeah.
5: and Marco agree with me here. It's
3: difficult to play up uh-huh. here. Mm. And listen, it's a total different environment. He's been used to. It. Gilles just mentioned that the speed of the game. It's 100 mile an hour, I know everybody says it's the same down in England, but up here, certainly when you go away from home, it's, it's, there's tough places to go. Um, he's still young, look, you've seen glimpses yet when they come on against United um, at the weekend, and he'll still have his part to play, but at this moment in time, the two big signings in the window... For me, don't look if they're going to get in the starting eleven because the starting eleven that was picking just now, or the twelve or thirteen players he's going between are doing a very good job. So many calls we couldn't
2: take them all. There's only four minutes left, so we're going to run through the games. Let's go floating on the Rangers in it. game it's then. Yeah. it's been brilliant. So, Mark, what do you think? Three o'clock, the last game of the Rangers. weekend. Yeah, uh, Rangers, Rangers, Motherwell,
1: Motherwell.
2: Rangers yep. two Motherwell nil. Mm. Barry, yes, I'll, I'll I'll go with two and all as well. Here's Ange Postecoglou, looking forward to the Celtic game. Top of the table, sixty-six points, three ahead of Rangers, and it's Hebs twelve o'clock Sunday.
8: I think when you look at the league in general, it's it's become pretty tight now. There's not too many teams that are sort of hit consistent runner results. You know, I think they're they're in a similar boat where you know they, they've had. It. A lot of great results for the last two have been better, but they're still in a good position in the league because it's so tight. So, you know, what we've got to expect is, you know, it's going to be a tough game, always is when you play away from home. And, um, you know, for our perspective, we've just got to make sure we perform well. Barry, what do you reckon? Easter Road. Celtic win
3: 2 1. 2 1, yes. Mm -hmm. I think the six players that I mentioned earlier on Abada, Jota, Carter Vickers, um, Juranovic, Taylor, and obviously Callum McGregor they'll make a difference
2: it'll be a tight game but for me Celtic won the game 2-1 Because Celtic have already got the silverware you know I know it's obviously been mainly about Rangers tonight quite properly but Celtic could go for a double this year and maybe even a treble Mark what's going to happen Sunday
4: uh, I, I think Celtic will win the game um, 1-0 um, I think they'll get the lead in or they'll, they'll hold on to it they might even win by, by a wee bit more I don't fancy Hubs to take anything at all Paul and I, I think that um, that uh, You know, Celtic over for that Mm. that kind of bit between the teeth, um, in terms of uh, bouncing back after last night.
2: We're just seeing this Alec Ferguson there on Sky at Petardry this morning. He's back where he had so much success. Cup Winners Cup. Winners there in Gothenburg, and I see our own Rob McLean introducing Sir Alex. There. Yeah, he, he's, so. be, he's beating Richard Gordon In that gig, eh? Richard Gordon <laughs> will be
4: raging. <laughs> Richard Gordon will be raging.
3: Maybe
2: Richard was hosting the inside uh, gig. Uh, oh, let's uh, pick up on the other games <laughs> St. Mirren against Hearts, you know, a battle for a place in Europe.
3: Yep, uh, and uh, I think this will be a, a good game. St. Mirren obviously, the, the new manager's first game in charge at home. Hearts going through a difficult period, but
2: I think Hearts will get back to winning ways. Just looking to see if we like the statue. Oh, it's oh, Fergie as he was then. Yeah, I used to go and get bellis from him, Barry, when I was interviewing him and stuff. Um, Mark, what do you think's gonna happen? His old club, St. Mirren, against the Hertz.
4: Uh yeah. I watched Hearts last week. Um, Stephen Robinson's first game. I'm gonna go
2: Hearts to win two one. Oh, Hearts to win. Ross County St. Johnson. So Ross County I've been getting away from the bottom. St Johnson for a good two weeks though, after a run they what do you reckon?
4: Tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go Ross County nil, St Johnston won, and really pull Ross County, St Johnston, Dundee, making that a three way battle at the bottom. Barry?
2: Yeah, I, I think, yep. yep.
3: I think St Johnston will yep. win the game. And I, I said a week or so ago, it's going to be between St Johnston and Dundee. I don't think that now. I think St Johnston winning that pulls Ross County straight in. And quickly, Dundee Livingston, who are you going for? I'm going to go Dundee. Oh, are you right? Yes, okay, Mark wow. Dundee's first one.
2: Yep. Uh, Desmond Tutu and uh, Aberdeen Dundee United Jim Goodwin off to a one start. starting
4: mm-hmm. 2-1 Mark 2-0 for Aberdeen
2: two quick questions who's going to win the cup in England the AFL cup Chelsea or Liverpool
3: oh, it's a hard one I'm going to go <laughs> Chelsea's my yeah. uh, I like know to, uh, yeah. uh, no, honest opinion Liverpool 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 Liverpool
2: as well and Josh Taylor up against Jack oh. Cattrall at the SEC another big fight here in Glasgow yeah I loved
4: the yep. boxing last week James and Barry taught me into uh, yep. uh, subscribing and I loved, loved it, it. The six row, it was brilliant Paul yep. uh, um, I'll do it again t- tomorrow night yeah I'd love to obviously Josh Taylor yeah yeah it's got to be Josh yes.
2: the tartan tornado great Barry you've been a bit of a tornado tonight as well so you Mark thanks so much uh, we're back shall we do it you again get on Monday yourself Paul thank one you of your better well <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve Lennon he's going to get you he'll be up next <laughs>
0: the Go
1: Radio football show with the taxi centre save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda Toyota Ford Seat and more let's go go go
0: They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.